You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered podcast, and welcome to season nine. This is my most impactful guest season, and it's just an honor to have this one here today with me. Um, Her name is Amanda Myris, and she is the, she's a serial entrepreneur. She's been living in New York City for about eight years. She was on my past podcast, um, I think it was season two, we talked about sustainable, how to create a sustainable fashion brand. And in that, we dived deep into so many different topics. So I'm going to have it linked below if you want to hear that one out. But we're going to talk about what she's done since then. I mean, and just to give you a little refresh, if you did not hear that podcast, um, she is the founder and CEO of Isabel LaRue, a sustainable fashion brand that focuses on slow, natural, and handmade items with a a vintage line launching in the near future. She is also the creator of In Vogue Fashion Collective and just did their debut show during New York Fashion Week. Like how how cool is that? How cool is that? Um, she's also heavily involved in the Bitcoin and blockchain industry all the way since 2017. Um, and she helps educate people on the topic. So you see like a lot of like Bitcoin people that really don't know what they're talking about. You see a lot of scams. This ain't her. That, that ain't <laughs> it. So Amanda, I'm just so happy to have you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me back. I always love talking with you. So I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Yes, yes. So tell me how, okay, New York Fashion Week, how did that happen? (laughs) Well, so for my fashion brand, I've um, been featured in Fashion Week a few different times. Um, And then, but I know how difficult it is. So I had a vision for En Vogue Fashion Collective that why I created it was because I know how tough it is for people to get featured in New York Fashion Week and the industry can be very closed off. And so I wanted to create an inclusive environment for other people to showcase their work and their talents during New York Fashion Week. So I launched En Vogue Fashion Collective and I had two other designers showcasing alongside me. And it was really nice. I, I It was a lot of work, but it was very like rewarding everything seeing it all come to life (laughs) yeah you're not the type of person to shy away from hard work at all like like, (laughs) I know this about you you know uh and I love it I love your your um determination you know how how do you like fit life into everything that you do um It's balance. It could be difficult balancing everything, like preparing for New York Fashion Week. That was like a whole nother beast. Um, But I try to include other people in in it and make it so it's like I can do stuff like the big thing with balance and like personal life is you can't guilt trip yourself. Like for me, like when I, if I would go out to eat or something, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I could be, I should be working right now. Like I have to like realize like if this is a moment that I need to stay in and live in. And um, I can't like keep going, going, 
going because then I'll end up burning myself out and you have to have balance in everything. Not guilt tripping yourself. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a real one. Um, because it's like, you know, you deserve a break too. You know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I understand, but I, I understand where that mindset comes from when you are a high producer, high, like achiever, it is always like thinking, oh man, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But it's like, why, why are we doing all of this anyway? And the reason why you, a lot of people want to like have their own business and be an entrepreneur is they want to be able to own their own time. So working like crazy and not giving yourself that time, then what is like kind of the point of it all? <laughs> Yes. So you would say like balance has helped you get to where you are today. What are some other things that have helped you get where you are today since we've like last talked? Um, so I would say like my daily routine is a big one for me. Like I have to like wake up and go to the gym because in that like focus and it, every morning I wake up, I listen to a podcast and then I go to the gym and I listen to podcasts while I'm at the gym. So like that is like my daily routine and if I don't do that I notice a difference so like my day doesn't start as good if I don't like wake up and listen to my podcast and have my coffee and stuff and I don't know I just feel like something's missing and I don't feel as productive in a way I don't know because <laughs> a big thing is like your mental health as well so working out listening to podcasts all of that stuff involves mental health oh for sure I am um my morning routine like on my like best days it's like getting up going on a nice walk listening to like something motivational or a podcast or like maybe it might just be christian music or whatever it is but it's listening to something that like inspires me and then um doing my devotionals and also like but being active getting caffeinated and getting some vitamin Ugh. d in my life those are the main things Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, your daily routine is a huge thing. Balance. What else? Like, how do you, uh, what is something like you've been like working on? So for me, like a personal, like soft skill that I've really been working on this year has been my ability to be unoffendable. And since I turned 30, it's now like, I'm really focusing on contentment really got to work on contentment. Like, are, do you have any things like that, that you're like kind of working on? Um, so, well, I do like a lot of mental health work and stuff, and there's so many different things, um, happening right now in my life. Like there's a big transitioning going on with everything. And then I just have to remember, like, just because certain things you can't control, that doesn't mean that it's like, out of control, I guess, you know what I'm saying? You have to be able to like, realize like you're doing this for a reason like this is happening and ev everything will be okay and it's going to lead you forward so I just have to keep reminding myself and like putting my faith into God and being like oh like this is okay like I do a lot of prayers and like Christian music I listen to a lot of Christian music so like I just have to realize and align myself and not let stuff um hold me back so one thing like if I'm I'm like an introvert outrovert so like I love like being out and stuff but then I also love my home time so like if I'm home too much I'll be like okay Amanda like it's good that you're home and you're doing stuff but also like 
you need to get out. And so like, go enjoy yourself. So a big thing for me is like going to networking events and stuff like that, because I need to be able to realize that, like I said earlier, I, I need balance in things. And for me, like going out and like enjoying myself, that's one thing that I have to remember, like, you do enjoy this, and it's okay, blah, 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 like you need to do that. So like, I need to remind myself, especially living in New York City, there's so many opportunities, and you don't know who you're going to meet. And I always tell people, I'm like, New York is like a really hard city, but if you love New York and you like put yourself out there, then the city will like reward you. So I'll make sure I remind myself to like go out, hang out with friends or like go to a networking event, put myself out there. I can't just always be home because if I'm home too much, I get used to it. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. And, and like being home is something that is encouraged in New York, but didn't you start like living partially in Miami? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yes. In New York right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause y'all, I, I, I keep up with Amanda on social. Okay. So like I got to like, when she did New York fashion week and like, was like interviewing people and stuff like that, like them auditioning, I'm sitting here like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> ever I'm like I'm like your little cheerleader from that's Aww. in the Midwest that's just like oh my god my friend Amanda did this <laughs> oh, thank you um what else am I thinking about that you that I'm trying to think about you doing because like you do a lot of stuff and like when you get out here and you sound so humble like yeah I just I balance and I, <laughs> like, like you're not out here like doing like so much and constantly meeting people and constantly networking. Um, yeah. But it's interesting that you said you're in a transition. I am in a major transition too. I think a lot of people are in a big transition and it's like letting go of control is also what I was hearing you saying and really surrendering, like being in a period of surrender and seeing last year, I was in a really crazy period, like earlier this year, I was in a really crazy period of surrender. So it was more so like, um, now I'm just like, okay, God, I already know what to do. I'm gonna just lean on you. Like, I'm gonna yeah. just like, just go with the flow. <laughs> Seriously. So, um, I was really stressing out with my whole event and everything and there's like stuff going wrong and like, that's inevitable. And I just had to like, keep going with the flow. And I was leaving the office one day and there was this song that came on. It was, I didn't even press play on my music. I just had my earphones in. I didn't press play or nothing. And it, um, a Christian song came on in the beginning. It just says, it's going to all work out sooner or later. Like it's okay. Oh, great. It's, yeah. um, 828. Yes, yes, that song started playing like automatically. And I was like, oh, I was like, thank you, God. That was like him winking at me, like, yes, okay, I'm okay. <laughs> but out of nowhere, that started playing. And I was like, oh, okay, everything's going to be fine. Amanda, relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, Man, it's it's hard. I I I can only imagine how hard it is. So, what made you start your second brand, um, your clothing line? Um, well, I I had my clothing line from that's like my original company, my first company. I actually just incorporated during the whole craziness of Fashion Week. I incorporated. <laughs> Yay! I haven't really told anybody though. <laughs> I just like do it. Um, no, so I'm launching my vintage line and I don't know if you noticed, but like my clothes I wear, most of them are like 
different and a lot of the stuff I wear is uh vintage and so people were like you're like the queen of vintage and I was like yeah I like love just searching for things like that's something I enjoy doing and um so I was like I could launch like a vintage line and um since that's already what I do and it still goes correlates with um the sustainable fashion and then um during the summertime I launched a bikini line so, so that's what the other brand is yeah so okay it's, yeah it's still part of my um fashion brand it's just like another line they're bitcoin bikinis so <laughs> I started that because um I like I've I've been involved in like the cryptocurrency well Bitcoin and blockchain space since 2017 and um we were going to the Bitcoin conference and I was like trying to think outside of the box the Bitcoin conference was in Miami and I was trying to think outside of the box I was like how could I put my brand out there in like a different way and I was like oh we're in Miami I should do Bitcoin bikinis and like I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I sold completely out of all of my bikinis at the conference. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I think this is something I should do. <laughs> so it was like crazy. I didn't even, I wasn't planning on doing that, but sometimes I feel like you just have to roll with things and evolve as things evolve, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, that and I saw when you came out with those, I was like, oh my goodness, what like this is this is cool. Like I'm always <laughs> I'm always so like interested in all of the different things you do. It's still like on brand. It's just another extension of you, yeah. you know, with all of the things you do. You're you're not one of those people that you could put into a box at all. Oh. Um, and I love that about you because <laughs> you just um you you see something, you go after it. You did say something interesting. You don't announce things very often. And I think that that's something that you learn over time. Like every, nobody's going to be as excited about your accomplishments as you are. Mm -hmm. So like you just, you just do them. And mm -hmm. I hope you celebrate yourself, but it's <laughs> like, you, you just don't talk about it because it's like, what's your reason for not talking about it? Cause I've got my own. Well, so I used to say a lot of things about what was going on even before they would happen because I'd be so excited, but not everybody, like you're saying, not everybody's as excited as you are. And sometimes I feel like having like, like evil eyes on you, like it could delay the progress because people are not as excited. They either don't want you to win or whatever, and or they just, I don't know, they have jealousy and stuff like that. So I would I wouldn't announce I started announcing things like all the time even before it happened and then like slowly they just didn't happen so I was like why is that always happening and then I was just like I'm just not going to tell anybody because either I'm super excited and they don't really care and it kind of shows people's true colors um and, or um I don't know they it, the things just wouldn't come to fruition so yeah <laughs> just stopped <laughs> I've gotten to that point too. It's like, I don't talk about things until like they're a for, for sure, for sure thing. And then I'm just, just with everything online too, it's just like so many people are constantly announcing all of these things. And I'm just like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and like, do they really need to know? Do, do all of these people really need to know all of these things about me or about what I'm doing? Because it's like, I didn't really do it for them. Mm. I did it, you know, I, I don't need, and I have this 
this affirmation, I only seek the approval of God. And I'm telling you, like, it has taken me so many places because it's just like, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I just, I don't need, I don't need all that extraness. Mm-hmm. And again, with your, those evil eyes, yes, there are people watching you and wanting you to fail, like mm-hmm. just praying for your failure. And, you know, just, and it's just like, why, why are you so miserable yeah, in your it's life? <laughs> it's so sad. And then I don't know. So I just stopped. Sometimes I'll like randomly post stuff. Like I thought about posting about incorporating because I'm, that's something I'm like really proud of. Like it takes a you lot should. even to like become an LLC and I actually like legally incorporated. So like, if I wanted to, I don't know, have shares in my company, I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like that's a big thing. It's a it's a big thing. <laughs> but I had so many other things going on during that time. Like, oh man, September, October, like my whole event, I planned it and executed in thirty days. My entire event, and it was like insane. The event I put together, <laughs> and so that whole time I was like not doing anything else but focusing on that. <laughs> So what are some things that you've gotten rid of since we've last talked? Like some like things that like you've trimmed the fat on certain areas. Um, well, I like I I view things differently and I have more um a pre like I wouldn't say appreciation, but yeah, appreciation for like people in my life that are like solid people because mm-hmm. I've had I've done a lot of stuff and then like um my event that was a big one it opened up my eyes of like who is actually like there for me and like supportive of me like there's some people that came in that I had would have had no idea like they showed up and they supported me like they were like a solid person by my side for something so like that I um I really have more appreciation for of like the people in my life that actually show up for me, even if I'm like not expecting them to. And then, um, yeah, just like being able to roll with the punches. That's a big one that I feel like I've always been okay with that because like, I think I brought this up in my last uh, interview with you. I've been on my own since I was 17. So I feel like I've had to roll with the punches for a while, but I'm just kind of like, I'm a gymnastic. What is it? Um, I do gymnastics now. Like <laughs> I'm like, uh, I just roll with it. <laughs> I think, yeah, building that resiliency muscle is so important when it comes to like business yeah. and just life, life in general and getting where you want to be or where the punches and everything takes you mm-hmm. where, you know, cause it's, I don't think we ever truly get where we want. I think we're always on this like constant chase of something, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, we always want to like keep going and climbing and climbing and climbing. (laughs) Yeah. But we can't ever like, when we get to that level, we, it's so hard to just be like, okay, this is exciting. Like, this is cool. And then, (laughs) but then it's just like the next one, like what, well, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And I think, uh, like you said earlier that you turned 30 and a bunch of stuff changed and all of that. That's the same for me. I feel like I'm finding who I truly am more now that I've like turned 30 and stuff. And a lot of people say that I have so many girlfriends that are like the thirties are the best. And I'm like, okay, 
I was like, a lot of people are afraid to turn 30. I was excited because I only heard hear good things about 30s. And so <laughs> I I had like I went through like a couple of weeks of not being excited about turning 30. Um, before I was like, yeah, I, I'm I'm all for getting older, but I realized my my this is when I realized I need to work on my contentment because I was just like, I was excited because I thought I would be at a certain place in my life. Mm. And I was equating it to status and accolades and all these other things. And like the other accomplishments that I have, I take for granted, like being yeah. a homeowner, like, I don't care. Like I've already done that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like being married. I don't like, okay, that's cool. Like, <laughs> Like, these are other things that a lot of people want, but it's like, even though like when, but I'm like, well, why am I not, you know, like super well off in business yet? Like, why is that not my thing? You know? So like, Mm -hmm. that was like, and and when you focus on lack, you're never going to, you know? So I was like, I really need to work on contentment. That's. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I could see that. Yeah. Like that's kind of the same for me like sometimes when people like talk about what I've done or accomplishments I'm like oh yeah I did do that maybe I should like like remind myself everything I've accomplished in life I guess I don't know that's something that I should start working on I guess I'm just saying like it's (laughs) I realized because I was like hold on why do I even feel this way like and there's always going to be people that are out there doing more, having more. Mm. I'm like, but no matter how far I go, I'm going to still have this problem if I don't deal with it now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I have to work on all these soft skills. You know, I, <laughs> I just, I... but I feel you're doing so good. I see what you post and all of that stuff too. I think it's nice. And I love what you're doing with the, um, you're doing like a Christian, like, yeah yeah my christian brand yeah there's like it's i'm like i said i'm in a weird transition um i actually just took so i worked part-time in my restaurant well i just took the assistant general manager position oh paying a pretty decent salary for this area um so i mean i'm not complaining about that i haven't that's something i haven't announced either i'm also by the time this comes out, I will have announced it, but I'm making a baby. So yeah. it's going to be here in January. And, um, really? yeah. oh my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So it's like, I'm doing all of these things at, at the same time. And so the, when I say like, I feel you on the not announcing things, cause yeah. I have, a, I, I'm, I'm going to announce on my like seven year wedding anniversary that we're having a baby, but Aww. yeah, it's so just, so, thank you. It's just like okay, this is definitely a transitionary period. I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to just, I'm going to just let it, let it happen. You know? Yeah, Yeah, totally. I get that. (laughs) Like the last time you and I talked, you were like, oh, what do you see yourself in the next five years? And I was like, oh God, I have no idea. I was like, I want to be like, have a place in New York and a place in Miami so I can travel. And then like, I don't know, I just like work really hard to do stuff. And then it just happens, I guess. <laughs> and seeing you do that, I was like, when I, I think I commented, it was like, we were talking about this. Yes, like, I so know. <laughs> to see you actually have it come to fruition. It's just like, I, I was so proud of you. It's just like, that oh, is just you. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just, and, and that's what what I love about social is being able to still like connect with people and like 
see where they're going. So guys, if you're listening to this, you definitely need to follow Amanda because regardless of what she ends up doing in the next couple of years, she's going to be doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's insane. So what, um, what is like something fun you're looking forward to in the next couple of months? Um, so when I was saying like a bunch of transition stuff is happening, um, my lease ends in my apartment at the end of October. And like, if you know anything about the rental markets right now in New York, they're insane. It's like the highest they've ever been in the history of New York. So I'm excited because I'm going to like release a bunch of stuff. I'm just going to be like, oh my God, I'm just letting like everything flow, but I'm going to not renew my lease and I'm going to start traveling for the next couple of months and just like, yeah. Oh my God, where are you going? (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to be in Miami, of course. And then I'm planning on going home to Washington state to visit family. And then my boyfriend, he's Brazilian. So we're talking about going to Brazil. And then my dad, he was like, oh, let's go to Costa. He's going to Costa Rica with his fiance. And he's like, come with us. So I don't know. I'm just going with it. That's going to be so fun. And you're going to get so much, like just different experiences. I know. That's different for you because you've just been like hustle, grind, not travel a whole bunch. Yeah. You know, and I mean, at least you've got your home base in Miami. Yeah. So my goal in within the next couple of years is to buy real estate in New York. So that's why I'm like, okay, it'll be fine. Like I, I'm taking it also as a sign. So like, when I first moved into my apartment, it was my dream to have my own two bedroom apartment in Manhattan. And uh, I did, I got it. So I was like, okay, I did it. So this isn't the end. Um, But the funny thing is, before I moved to New York, I was like, okay, let me travel to New York and see if I like it before I move clear across the country. And I got an Airbnb and I stayed um, like two blocks away from where I live now. So I'm like, oh my God, I did a free, a complete circle. Like, <laughs> so I, I never expected to live in this neighborhood, but it's like, I love my neighborhood. And before I even moved here, I stayed here for three weeks. So like, it's kind of interesting how things always end up making a full circle or circling back and you don't really realize. <laughs> yes. And I mean, you know so many people in New York now that it's like, and you know the areas. So it's like when you do purchase real estate there, it's not going to be like you would have been if you had just been there for three weeks. Like, you know the city, you've been there for eight years. And no, that'll be, that'll be really cool. Like, but my, I do consider Miami like a Cuban New York, like a white Cuban New York. Granted, it's not, super high skyscrapers or whatever but it's still like faster paced than other places in florida um chicago's fun too Hmm? i've never been to chicago i've always wanted to go to chicago people say chicago's like a clean new york Mm -hmm. (laughs) architecture is amazing um i love it i mean yeah and it's not I don't think that Chicago is near, as expensive as New York, but I went for the first time in April and I was like, oh, this is actually like really, it's, it's really pretty. I mean, if you stay in the right 
areas. Yeah. There's crime everywhere, but you know that. Like, it's not, yeah. uh, it's not anything to be afraid of. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, I actually really like Miami. So, before I got a place there, I was like, okay, Miami's cool. Like, I never really, like, I don't know. I never really saw like the big hype of about it. I was like, oh, the weather's nice. The beach is nice, but I could never like see myself living there. And then before I got my place, I was driving down the street, like on the highway. And I was like, I've, I was like, wow, I really like Miami. And I felt like content with being there. And I've never felt that besides being in New York. (laughs) So I felt that for the first time in Miami and I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay with like, being here because I hate the cold first of all so (laughs) that's always a nice thing to not have to be in the cold (laughs) yeah yeah and so you're going to be over the next couple like these next six months for sure are going to be really interesting for you um to just (laughs) for one travel but also have this other home base that you weren't really that you wanted to have but now you're going to have for sure (laughs) you know like (laughs) um and oh man that's awesome because I say that about having a home base because like I like to travel but I like to like be in my own space too I don't know yeah that's what's gonna be be hard for me because and that's one thing that's kind of scary but I'm just like letting it happen because I like I hate not having control of things so I feel like I'm not going to be in control but I feel like that's just going to be like another piece of armor on me because I can't control everything and being able to like have the ability to release it is, I think, going to make me stronger. <laughs> take, girl, just take it day by day. Just yeah. take it day by day. Um, I'm praying that these hurricanes don't touch anything in Miami um, yeah. for your sake because, uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing about New York and not New York, Florida that I'm just like, and you know, I used to live in Florida. So like, that's why I'm like, yeah, but yeah, no, you're going to, you're going to become, you're going to have so much like transformation in this. And then with whatever, you're going to put this into your businesses. Cause I know just how you are. You're going (laughs) to, you're going to come up with different lines of clothing, you know, going to all these places. It's just going to happen. Well, that's the nice thing about my vintage line is like, I've slowly been curating over the last few years from all over the world. So like being able to travel and stuff, um, I think it'll, I don't know, be really cool to see the different treasures out there. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to use this to go discover things and I love thrifting and antiquing and stuff like that so <laughs> I do too I'm such I'm such a thrifter like I don't buy I like I have I regular love- clothes like that I buy brand new but like most of my clothes are thrift store clothes because I they're treasures I- they're like and you you're by going thrifting okay so for me I grew up thrifting and I think that's one reason why I have such a different style because like going school clothes shopping, it would be at the thrift store and it wasn't just like the thrift store. It was like the, we could only buy stuff on the half off price tags. So like if it was a Wednesday or whatever and the blue tag was half off, we could only buy what was blue. So like it wasn't just limited. It was like limited double. (laughs) And so I had to like figure out a different type of style and how to style things differently and be like I don't know not look like I went thrifting (laughs) 
how, how did you overcome like your money mindset? Um, so I don't know. I've always had, I think it's because I grew up, um, like more like poor and I've just always been like big on saving money. And, um, I, oh, I don't like, I don't look at the short term of things. Even when I was younger, I feel like, so entrepreneurship, I believe is just like in our blood. And, um, I would think of different ways to be able to make money and like buy something that I wanted. So like my first bike, I bought myself because I saved up money and, um, I would go around and I would like sell stuff door to door and I would like sell clothes to the na- my neighbor friends and stuff like that. So like, <laughs> I just would find ways to make money and like, just by selling stuff. And it's kind of funny because now that's what I do. I sell clothes. Like, <laughs> I'm a designer and I like have a fashion brand. So um, I never looked at things as um, the short term. So like my brothers, they would like buy candy and stuff like that. And I would be like, no, I'm going to save my money and actually do something bigger with it, like buy a bike or something. I love that. That is (laughs) that is a new thing that I learned about you when it comes to you know, money mindset. Cause I also grew up not having much and I, I like went to thrift stores and everything like that. And, um, I, I love thrift stores now. I'm just, but the fact that you're now like an incorporated, like fashion brand owner, you know, you were in New York fashion week, you just, you, you're really into Bitcoin and blockchain, you and money, like money. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Um, and you've got so much more to do in, you know, going forward. Um, not even close to being done. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're like, like, this is just, it's the beginning, especially like on so many new chapters in your life. So, sure. I mean, I'm just, I'm so proud of you. This like motivated me even more. It always does. Like, <laughs> Yay, I'm glad. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, like I mentioned before, her links are in the show notes below. Definitely go follow her. Go check out what she has to offer. Yay, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.